0: We all live in a world of blossom. We all live in the world of blossom. We all live in world of blossom, blossom buddies. Hello, welcome to Blossom Buddies. I just came up with a new theme song um, <laughs> for Blossom Buddies. I don't know if it'll get used or not, but
1: it's—I it, I might use it.
0: It exists. Um, hello, welcome back. This is the second episode of Blossom um, for mm-hmm. t- 2020.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, Season last two, week, episode 17, titled "Losers
0: Win." Losers Win. I didn't last week. I didn't say who directed and wrote, um, but it was Zane Busby, and I think um, so. JJ Wall wrote this. <laughs> Deros. Directors and de writers. JJ Wall, of course, um, not really known for anything. He produced a bunch of stuff, not really worth noting. I believe last week it was also JJ Wall. So the writer and the director is usually just directed by Zane Busby. Um, yep. On top of that, I did all the I did all the housekeeping last week. Yeah. Um, I talked about. Um, that, remember, because last week had all those uh, crossovers and trivia bits. And oh, yeah, I remember. The, the, the stuff from that movie with Seth Rogen, etc. Yep.
1: This week? <coughs> There's not a lot of stuff. Not a lot of, stu- not a lot of housekeeping to get this out of the was, way. This uh, was less of an exciting episode in terms of trivia and fun guest stars.
0: Uh, do you have any New Year's resolutions <laughs> that I forgot to ask you last week?
1: Yeah, I was going to drink beer on Sunday night. <laughs> that's <laughs> oh, yeah. A, that's a reach around to... <laughs> Earlier before we were recording, yeah. uh, no, got no new, no New Year's resolutions. I've, I think I've tried New Year's resolutions enough. I, I could lose some weight,
0: yeah. But, eh, I not. hear ya. I'm back on my diet. I'm back on that old diet shit. Don't do that. It's very discouraging. <laughs> I, I do that all the time. He put his two hands around his gut like he was a pregnant woman, and <laughs> that's uh, not what I was doing. And uh, I, mean, well,
1: I did put my hands around my gut, but not to act like pregnant, just to like squeeze my gut. <laughs> it would be like, yeah, this could all disappear, and I would be better off for it. Yeah, you'd have less pulling down on your heartstrings, literally. Yep. And uh, my clothes would fit better. Yeah.
0: I find that like when I haven't got a few extra pounds on, like this is happening to me right now. Um, my t-shirts sit weird on yep. my body, mm-hmm. so my midriff is constantly exposed. Like my my top butt is just out. All yeah, because like
1: the bottom of the shirt gets stretched out a little bit, so it doesn't fall down as far as it should. I'll tell you, last uh,
0: this summer, this past summer when I was at my lowest, my t-shirts actually. <clears throat> fit pr- properly, and it was amazing.
1: Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, I put
0: five pounds on, and that's all it took to go back to that weird, like, gangle, fat,
1: skinny fat, as I like to call it. You know what I need to get is a bathroom scale. Yeah. I have no idea what I weigh right now. Helpful. Probably, like, 190. Just get a scale for your phone and stand on your phone. <laughs> Just download the app. <laughs> Scale.com. That's dot the name of the app. Dot .web. Dot .web. Dot .android. Slash .scale. .scale.
0: Backslash bottom scale slash ups, get, yeah, up Yeah, so scale. we
1: have our cold open, and uh, oh, sorry, I didn't ask you what do you what do you have New Year's resolutions? Oh, I basically what I said, all
0: I said was that I'm um, got one of them uh, diets, one of them fancy diets. I wanted to do fifteen hundred calories, is not enough again, but it's too easy to slip on that, so yep. I'm back to two th- 2,100 calories a day. According to my fitness pal, if I stick to that, um it's a, you lose about a pound a week and I'm fine with that. Cause I really just need to lose the weight that I gained over the Christmas holiday.
1: Yeah. That's a lot of what I'm dealing with now is just holiday stuff. Well, what happened is the I the pizza st- we just had for dinner. I stood on the, yeah, well we only had a medium pizza. It's that's not true. like, you know, what's it called? My fitness pal. I'm going to my fitness app or my
0: fitness pal. Yeah. Nice. Um, yeah, you just put everything that you eat into it and it remembers it. So then you can eventually. It's that one there. It's a calorie that one there. Yeah. Install. All right. I'm going to deal with you later. It's extremely helpful. You get a sense. You get a better sense of uh, how much the most mundane day to day things are calorie wise. Yeah. Um, it's very hard to stick to a 1500 calorie diet unless you're eating 100% fresh all the time, which you guys are pretty good at. You're vegan. So mm-hmm. you're for the, you're, uh, freegan adjacent. Yep. yep. Not necessarily if it's free. If it has a little bit of meat on it, you're cool with it, but you eat mostly vegan at mm-hmm. home. Hope not up your, I hope I'm not blowing up your spot too much.
1: No, that's accurate.
0: There's pepperoni on the pizza we ate. And bacon. And bacon. And
1: cheese. Yeah. Can't, can't be, you can't be Muslim. <laughs> <laughs> I, I cannot be Muslim. <laughs> you are correct. <laughs> Uh, so Blossom's a show we talk about Blossom sometimes.
0: is a show that has been talked about on this podcast once or twice. Mm,
1: yeah, we've been known to talk about Blossom on occasion.
0: We've been known to rant about other things for 35 minutes and talk about Blossom for approximately minutes.
1: Now, it's only minutes. been like five minutes, but do you want to start talking about Blossom? Let's get in. Let's get... Dive right in. Right in. Right into Blossom. Losers Win is the name of the episode. We have a cold open. Tony was at a nude calendar photo shoot for his paramedic job because uh, uh, one of the... Miss June, I believe it was choked on chicken Rhonda
0: bone. Joe something Rhonda, Joe, Applegate. I feel like that's a combination of a bunch of popular celebrities yeah, at the time, definitely. Applegate, especially and Rhonda seems like a doesn't uh, doesn't Tony end up with a woman named Rhonda on this show? I guess we'll find out. We'll get there eventually. We'll get there. Maybe this is that not today.
1: Today's not the day for that. Uh, So basically, yeah, Tony uh, was at this photo shoot with all these naked models, and he got an advanced edition of Playboy with uh, Miss June in it and uh, shows it to Joey.
0: Once again, there's just porno just out wide open Mm -hmm. in the house.
1: I like it. And Joey faints. Yeah. Just seeing uh,
0: that cold open. Joey's the best fainter in
1: television history. It was a great faint.
0: Maybe Urkel up there with good faints. But Isn't Joey crosses his eyes and falls forward mm-hmm. in, in one of the faints in this episode. This one he fell backwards, but he fell backwards perfectly, like onto a crash mat, probably.
1: Yeah, it was good stuff. And uh, more physical comedy in this episode. We'll get to that that coming up next.
0: Yeah, as much as last week had trivia and crossovers and weird guest appearances, this one was all
1: slapstick. Yeah, it was great. So now for the cold open, we uh, cut again to the living room. The living room? Kitchen? Yeah, I know the living room. Joey's headed out to the baseball game. Right, and we find out that Six kissed Joey the other day, and since then he's been getting lots of hits in his baseball games every time that Six kisses him. So now Joey has to get a kiss from Six before all his games.
0: When it first happens, though, I think we talked last <clears> week <throat> about how there must be an episode where they have a relationship. For a second, I was like, oh, shit, do they do they strike up a little
1: relationship? Is it going to be this one? No, Joey's kind of, uh, <coughs> kind of creeped out. By he's super it. apprehensive, yeah. yeah. He's not into it, probably because she's still only like 15 and he's 18, 19, somewhere in there. Joey? I think it's more like they're 14 and he's 16. Or four. We're in season two now. I think she's probably got to be 15. No, yeah, they got to be 15 because Blossom was doing her driver learner's permit. Yeah. So they're, the, the girls are 15. Yeah. They're only like a year apart, Joey and Blossom. Okay. No, he's two years maybe. Two years, Yeah. He's like 17. Hold that thought for 10 seconds. Tell a story. First. Oh, I'm going to hold the thought for 10 seconds. Let's see what happens next. Uh, so six kisses Joey. Uh, obviously all her dreams have come true because she just gets to kiss Joey all the time, even if he's not into it. And then we, uh, we end up in the kitchen and we didn't bring this up last week, but the past two episodes, Tony has been drinking coffee straight out of the coffee pot. Like you can tell he's put his like milk and sugar into it. Cause it's nice. Like, a creamy brown color, and uh, I guess that's a callback to like the first season because, like, the first or second episode, Tony was making like drinking coffee right out of the coffee pot. What
0: is going on in here? Are and you talking about Blossom in my living room? I'm
1: talking about Blossom in your living room. Yeah, actually, that was probably about ten seconds. That's pretty good. I wasn't counting, but it was quick. That uh, that callback, that thing, literally goes back to I
0: think the pilot episode that we don't talk about anymore. Oh, maybe, yeah. The very first time we meet Tony, he does that gag where he puts all of his cream and sugar into
1: the coffee the pot coffee and pot. drinks and out of it. This is the <laughs> second
0: time in two episodes we've seen him do it, and I'm pretty
1: sure we've seen him do it before. Probably, but now we're taking notice, Tony. Yeah. People are starting to notice. Coffee Watch.
0: It's 2020. We got new
1: watches. We got Coffee Watch and we got the Buzzkill. The Buzzkill. Buzz yeah, we have Buzz in this episode, too. He didn't annoy me as much in this episode, but he doesn't show up till the end, which is fine by me. (laughs) Um, I talked about, yeah, Joey, uh, kissing six and then uh, I should have written down more, but something about more exposure than Pee Wee Herman. Oh shit. Huge spoiler about the, the Rhonda character that I said earlier. Yeah. Look how many episodes she's in. She's in. Whoa! Okay. So
0: okay. So let's. If you glossed over and don't remember what I said, but I was I I was right, and this is amazing. That this is the beginning of something fresh.
1: Yeah, it is. <laughs> um. Yes, that she was awesome episode. She's also in Hercules: The Legendary Journeys. Yep. Which I should I should start watching that. I've been watching Zena a little bit. Zena's galloping. Zena's galloping. That's a line from Friends. Oh, Okay. I'm just watching Xena, Warrior Princess, not Friends. So I know, sure. but
0: it's they were in the lexicon together.
1: Were they? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Xena exists in the same world Xena as Friends? Xena is a television show in the Friends universe. Oh, okay. You know, it's weird. Die Hard is a show in the Friends universe, but also Bruce Willis plays somebody's father in Friends. So, what's up with that? How did they, they watch Die Hard? and not, That's
0: like yeah. on The Office when, uh, what's his face? The traveling salesman who's played by uh, that actor? Yeah. They're like, you look a lot like blah, blah, blah. He's like, well, thank you. But they're talking about him. Mm, I don't remember that. What's the traveling fucking guy's
1: name? Todd Packer.
0: No, the other one. Oh, I don't know. The handsome one that Pam dates very briefly. And then he, he comes and works at um, Dunder Mifflin, so he doesn't go and work for Utica or whatever. I don't. Army don't Hammer?
1: Remember. No, it's not Army Hammer. It's like the other Army Hammer. <laughs> <laughs> You've lost me. Okay. Okay, so this is awesome office buddies. Office awesome. <laughs> this is awesome, awesome office. Awesome office buddies. Tony Coffee Pot, Pee Wee Herman. Do you remember the Pee Wee Herman joke?
0: Yeah, uh, Nick is going to be on the video for Paul Abdul. <laughs> oh yeah, and he says something about I'll get more exposure than because he was like money and exposure. And I'll yeah. get more
1: exposure than he's Pee-we like, like I'm going to be on MTV and VH1 and two other channels I've never heard of. Uh,
0: VH2 and VH- more.
1: Three, herman. and mtv2 see because at the time peewee herman aka paul rubens had been arrested for exposing himself in a porno theater which is what you're supposed Pee- to do in those things yes I think.
0: I think a porno theater got raided and he was in there jerking his jerking his meat Jer- jerking
1: little peewee he's plowing his own garden his he's peeing his wheat with his fist he's <laughs> peeing
0: his pee-in <is> wheat <laughs> what <laughs> <laughs> he was blasting his. He was blasting showed. Now <laughs> that's a reach, <laughs> <laughs> Man, I hope this. Po- I hope this podcast gets popular enough one day to have like a a wiki, like a, a fan
1: wiki of all of our isms, mm-hmm. and a merchandise shop. <laughs> yeah, that'll also be nice.
0: If you want a television, if you want a television shirt, if you want a T-shirt, let me know. <laughs> I can get T-shirts made for you, but you have to come up with a design. And you have to. I'm actually just starting a business
1: where I print t shirts. Are you talking to me or the audience? Yes. Okay. Is anyone listening? My dad prints. Jason t-shirts. will make shirts. My dad prints t shirts. Oh, nice. And I bet there's a, for you, there's probably a lower overhead than like Cafe Press or something. Absolutely it's cafe press i feel like that's probably a ripoff
0: absolutely he can give me like the best possible deal because you can get t-shirts wholesale so
1: nice so hey everyone <laughs> listening right now if you can uh tell two of your friends about this podcast and tell them to tell two of their friends and so on so we can uh hey get enough listeners that we'll have people who want to buy shirts and then we can make a profit on shirts and basically we need you to fund us quitting our jobs
0: today only <coughs> tell one friend and tell that one friend to tell one friend Today only.
1: It's your discount.
0: It's a special, it's a special friends rate. and family discount. Friends of the show, listeners of the show. If you're a podcaster, just mention us on your podcast. If you're Mark Marin, just mention, mention us.
1: us. <laughs> if if, you're if Seth- one of our like twenty four <laughs> subscribers happens to be Mark Marin, and we already know Seth Rogen is one of those. Subscribers. Yeah, if, Seth Rogen. If you go on the H three H three
0: podcast, which totally seems on brand for you, mm-hmm. just mention us.
1: Yeah, or We're can- Canadian. Yeah, we're, we're like, we listen to you on the TTC. Yeah, well, not so, yet. No, we, hasn't that, I, I mean, I have never heard it, but I thought they already ran, like last year the program, where Seth Rogen's voice is the voice on the TTC. Did they do it for like one day? Because I read that shit every day,
0: including today, and it's still, Tward Vaughn. yeah
1: oh.
0: Line one, Tward Vaughn. She's saying Tward Vaughn, but she goes, Tward Vaughn. Mm,
1: yeah, she sucks. Yeah,
0: Tward Finch. Speedy in avenue. DuPont, DuPont Station. Oh, she doesn't have a horrible racist accent.
1: <laughs> um, so Blossom shows up. She screwed up her audition for the drama club. She totally uh, yeah. fucked up the uh, Hamlet soliloquy. And now, yeah, she said to be. Uh, or not. Or not. And then forgot the next to be. And that was hilarious.
0: It wasn't that funny. But then Six, of course, is on the debate team. She's like, I was telling you, you should come up for the debate team. And Six likes to talk. Yeah, and blossom uh, blossoms too spooked, but then she has a fantasy sequence where she realizes that if she joins the debate club, she will be a UN leader and yep. solve world peace. That was a great
1: fantasy sequence because they just cut in like I don't want to call it stock footage; but it was just like B-roll like from CPAC. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> except the UN. Yeah, um, which was great. They had actual world leaders clapping for for Blossom on the show. It was pretty awesome. It's perfect.
0: Well done. Well uh, done, Blossom. So Blossom's
1: hooked. She's gonna go to the debate club despite her her paralysizing, paralyzing, 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 paralyzing. I love it. Her par- paralyzing fear of public speaking, crippling fear, crippling. Even. yeah, or paralyzing, paralyzing
0: or crippling. You you decide. Comment below,
1: and then we get a woverload. overload. <laughs>
0: In the Hold next on. next scene. Hold on. Yeah, okay. So, to- yeah, then we're in the kitchen again. <laughs> Tony and Joey are talking about this, the CPR situation on Rhonda Joe, Oh, uh, yeah. He's like, I had I like, to. He's like, first I
1: did do Heimlich maneuver. And then I
0: had to do mouth-to-mouth resuscitation. Then I had
1: to give her a- An external heart massage. Yeah. And Joey. Which is, that has to just be CPR, I think.
0: Joey says, whoa, he twice during that. Yeah, but twice. then for the massage, he goes.
1: <laughs> <laughs> he just like weeps. He so now down. we're doing watch. Yep. We'll see how many times Joey just loses his capacities.
0: Yeah. So then Nick comes in, and that's that. That was <coughs> the overload. But he's already he's already in. Turbo puberty mode here. Yeah, because Nick comes in and he's like, "I got a commercial or I got a a music video with Paul Abdul." And Joe is like, "Is she naked?" (laughs) Yeah, he's like, "No, Joe." (laughs) And continues to talk, and everything that he says, of course, ends with, "Are they naked? Are they nude?" Um, He's oversexed. He's been overstimulated. This is why (laughs) you don't give a (laughs) sixteen-year-old a porno mag and then tell a bunch of weird, horny stories about massaging nude women.
1: Yeah And um, Yeah So Nick is gonna be In a Paula Abdul Music video Because he did He helped record the song Or whatever He's part of the band Yeah He has to uh, learn this uh, mm
0: -hmm. He has a VHS tape With a dance routine That he has to learn In one afternoon And the kids are like What? One afternoon Good luck.
1: So we cut to the living room, and he's doing the dance moves, and he, he spins around and falls over, and it's great. And it's great. It's um, Pratt
0: falls, it's slapstick, he can't do it. At one point, he jumps off the couch and hits his head. Another time when we cut to him doing it, we don't need to, probably won't bring it up again, but he definitely jumps off the
1: couch, and a, there's a huge... <laughs> hits his head on he the ceiling. like,
0: oh, my head! But uh, keeps
1: dancing. Keeps he's dancing horribly. It, like He does so much dancing in this episode that is just awkward dancing that's like... A little reminiscent of Elaine's dancing from Seinfeld. Like, not that extremely bad. But I think more like, uh, I can't remember the character's name, but there's that episode of Freaks and Geeks where Martin Starr uh, is trying to convince the other two geeks to go to the dance. And he's like, yeah, just like be confident and dance. And he does those dance moves. It's kind of how Nick dances in this episode. It was also that like choreographed dance moves that like boy
0: bands and like Paul Abdul would have been known for back in this era. Um he did it really well. Like it was like somebody who was good at dancing, dancing bad. Yeah. Because he was doing them so
1: convincingly
0: poorly. bad yeah. that it was funny. And it wasn't just like Elaine. I, that dance is like cringy. Yeah. This was cringy, but in a funny way, it was fun more, to watch. Yeah. It's not fun to watch Elaine. No. Cause she's I mean, it's drunk. Funny, cause because she's it's... like drunk in that scene too, which yeah. is
1: great. Um, So yeah, we laugh at. I wonder if there's a podcast about Seinfeld. There has to be a Seinfeld podcast. Yeah, there must be. That would have been a better idea than a Blossom podcast.
0: Well, hindsight's twenty (laughs) twenty. The year is twenty twenty. Ladies and gentlemen. It's been a year since we saw you last. It's been a decade since we saw you last.
1: This is Blossom Buddies. Welcome to Blossom... B- oh, we did that We did already. that already, yeah. <laughs> We're halfway through the episode. Jeez. Um The next thing I have written down after, after Nick's dance moves is six monologue.
0: Yeah, I have a living room. Blossom worried about public
1: speaking. Wants to get out of it. So they come back from her... Audition or whatever. Yeah. Or application to debate club yeah and
0: then we haven't seen her in it yet because that's when she comes home she's like i need to get out of this and then that's when six gives her the the pep talk speech and is like you got to try it before you quit mm-hmm. the only way you can get out of debate club is by debating talking your, your way, way out of, of it yeah. or talking your way out of it so Which the next kind of the scene point.
1: the next scene is them in the debate club yeah the, the debate club teacher asks six if she wants to do her speech first And she's like, I'd prefer not to, and then gives this long monologue about how she doesn't uh, have anything to talk about. Mm -hmm. It's pretty ironic and funny. And the the crowd clapped for it. It was that kind of six monologue where she just talked for like a minute straight. Yeah, she did the fast... I call it the the
0: six fast talk.
1: Yeah. It wasn't super
0: fast... But it did go on for. I think that they build up to that. Our memory is that she was super fast because she's able to do it later. Mm -hmm. But she has. This is only like the third or fourth time, maybe, that they've kind of done that. that I think there's
1: only once that she did it like really fast.
0: Yeah. Um, This actor that played the uh, teacher is Greg Daniel. He's just in a bunch of stuff. Daniel Um, or Daniels? Daniel, not Greg Daniels. Okay. He's in 104 things, though. He's also got one of those faces that's pretty recognizable. He probably. Plays a, it looks like he plays a lot of detectives and stuff.
1: Yeah.
0: He was a judge in uh, True Detective in one episode. I don't oh, know. let I see. He was a congressperson in Evan Almighty. That's what he's... <laughs> congressperson.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it's the world, world we live in. Political correctness. You can't have congressmen anymore. <clears throat>
0: um yeah he uh he played a character called mr powell on er Uh, (laughs) (laughs) um anyway anyway um so yeah blossom gets up she can't speak and then she turns her little spot into charades basically
1: oh it's great like this i thought this (coughs) was also hilarious uh because she was like, I'm Blossom, and I'm going to talk about, she's clearly going to say world peace, but like she gets hung up on the world word world. She's just like, I want to talk about, and keeps making this hilarious noise. Probably 15, 15 20 times throughout the scene. <laughs> she keeps making this noise.
0: If you're a professional wrestling fan and you remember <coughs> Mankind from the 1990s, he used to go, wah, wah, and it reminded <laughs> of me a lot of that. Um,
1: that's played by Mick Foley. That's pretty great. Uh, but, yeah, she ends up doing charades, and the teacher berates her for it, as much fun as he's having. Yeah. Um, so then we're in the kitchen. She runs out of the room, then. She yeah. keeps trying to talk, and she has to run away crying.
0: We're back in the kitchen, and Six and Blossom are talking about this situation. And she pretend There's a sight gag where she's, like, pretending to be choking. Um and then Tony comes in and like tries to get oh, into yeah. Heimlich. And then he goes on a spiel about, don't pretend Oh, don't pretend, don't make jokes like that. Don't pretend. I'm hyper vigilant and I'll always run to a family member in need. And then you hear Tony or you hear Nick
1: wipe out in the living room <laughs> yeah. and he just doesn't even react <coughs> to it. And that was a moment that I thought was really funny. It was pretty funny. Yeah. But of course, uh, we know as the audience that. Tony expects Nick to fall over a lot because he's learning how to dance. Exactly. But Blossom and Six are shocked. Yeah,
0: Blossom's like, like are not you going to help him? He's like, yeah, he's fine. He's just trying to dance.
1: Mm-hmm. <coughs> and then they go watch him dance and there's more hilarious dancing to watch. Yeah, they walk in and see. That's when we
0: see more of Nick doing the, those hilarious, like, choreographed dance moves wrong, right, wrong.
1: Yeah. It's amazing.
0: that This is when he hits his head on the ceiling, too. Yeah. Um, Blossom tells Nick about the debate club issue, and he's like, well, you know, sometimes you lose. And then she, she runs upstairs, and Nick is like, was she really that bad? And Six was, I don't know, said some
1: gag. <laughs> yeah, so that's I, don't, I didn't write it down. whatever yeah, it, was. it
0: wasn't, it wasn't anything worth noting because the next thing is Nick leaves and Joey comes downstairs. Yeah, yeah. then we get that weird this is super like, weird roll revol- <laughs> reversal where Joey's just like, "Give me the kiss." I
1: gotta go win this game. But like six makes him act like he loves her and has this whole speech about how she's the most beautiful and he loves her and everything. And he's not just saying that. <laughs> 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 like that's part of the speech.
0: Yeah, and then they kiss. Uh, and then he like shudders so hard. <laughs> yeah. uh, <that> was <laughs> <great>.
1: <laughs> it was like sideshow Bob stepping on the rakes. <laughs> That's great. Yeah, the line. I wrote. And it was also super creepy that Six is like. She's like, wall "Go play get
0: him, that. Tiger!" And yeah. he goes, Bleh.
1: <laughs> "I wrote Joey grossed out. Joey was grossed out." So, and then we cut to upstairs, right? Yeah,
0: we're back in the bed. We're up,
1: sorry, in Nick the is, bedroom Nick for the first time. Got to talk to Blossom about her woes. She's playing a, a different kind of a woe. different
0: kind of woe. She's playing trumpet in the dark, yeah, and lamenting about how nothing ever goes her way. She's a born loser. She's
1: destined to fail, like any teenager.
0: Yeah. Yeah, you fail, you fail at one thing and uh, you're immediately like, well, maybe I should play to my strengths and not try anything that I wouldn't normally be good at. And Nick's like, okay, fine, but you're going to be a shut in if you do that. Like, if you just fail, every time you fail, you just stop doing that thing. You're never going to do anything because you're meant, like, growing up, you're meant to fail a lot. You know, if you're good at everything, there's, there's a bigger problem. You're probably Patrick Bateman. And you're probably going to. American History X somebody. Nope. Two two different different movies. movies. (laughs) (laughs) Both violent, though. Yes. Both very violent movies. Both movies I'm going to be covering
1: in my new series on Instagram, at Spider Hero 9000. Is that the series... Uh, your commentaries of movies that have the word American in them? Nope, it's just movies in general.
0: I'm going to try to watch... That's one of my New Year's resolutions. Oh, okay. To watch more movies.
1: I thought you were just making a joke about the fact that you brought up two movies. No, this is real. Oh.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to try to watch 100 movies this year.
1: I think that's doable. Yeah. It uh, might friend, mean watching less TV
0: shows, less of The Office. My friend Cam... Yeah, I'm just going to watch a movie instead of putting in The Office on. Um, my friend Cam, uh, friend of the show... Not friend of the show well, he is a friend of the show, he's a listener. He watched five hundred and eight movies or something last year. that's crazy he's uh like he's a movie reviewer, obviously so oh, okay. of course <laughs> that but makes
1: he, did, of context, <laughs> he did sense context Jason he he did this project
0: last year and the year before the year before it was in the 300 range. last year he watched five hundred and eight movies. so even as a movie reviewer it wasn't like he reviews new movies. He's uh like he'll do his show that he does. will re- like uh, cover eras and stuff, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. But mm-hmm. I thought 508 movies like Is he on Watch Mojo? No. Is it something like Watch Mojo? It's it's I can't remember what the Like um,
1: is it like a YouTube thing? Yeah. Nice. I, I can't That's remember cool. the name of his show or else I'd give him a mad shout out. Well, now I've made you feel like a bad friend, haven't I? Yeah. I've force that to come out that you really don't give a shit about cam it's and Cam, that. i hope you're listening jason doesn't give a shit about you cam If i'm really just talking you just right now us, if the... you're listening to this
0: episode <laughs> can you just remind us what the name of your show is i will give you a proper shout out in the future for not knowing this time
1: yeah that's good he i was like... gonna just i was prepared to just like monologue uh and free associate while you look that up it would t- i don't know i don't
0: have a clear line in my head of how to get to that information in a handy way you could call Cam. You
1: could call Cam live on the show <laughs> and just be like, Cam, sorry, we forgot what your show's called. Uh, you want to just say it into the mic? And then Cam's a guest on this episode of Blossom Buddies. That's a pretty funny idea. So Nick's <laughs> basically don't give up. And then she's like, I'm going to give
0: up. And then Nick totally throws it in her face with the reverse psychology. And it's like, fine, just give
1: up. Yeah. Do whatever you want. So, Blossom, guess what? She does not give up. No. She goes to school and Six is like, what are you doing here? Oh,
0: but he, sorry. He, it's, this is important. He also tells a story about how, oh, yeah, how even used despite to be, the fact that he's a musician who constantly plays live now, he started out it. in a similar, similar fashion where he couldn't get in front of the audience. But we do learn that the first time he played live, he performed at, at Woodstock. Woodstock? Yeah, was that Woodstock, like early the '60s one, or was no? That... I
1: figure because like here's here's how he breaks <laughs> oh, it down. He was like, "Yeah, I'm fine performing now, but like when I first started as a musician, I was just a teenager." We learned in the last episode that he graduated in 1970. Okay, so he would have been in high school in 1969 when Woodstock happened. That, yeah, I was so say, he would have been that. '69 teenager. was Woodstock, yeah. right? So. He performed at Woodstock as a teenager. As, like, his first time performing live, which is crazy. Was there? He another, was in high school and he performed at Woodstock. Okay, it just doesn't make any
0: hypothetically, sense. though, was there another Woodstock between 69 and, like, 1995 or whatever no, when, when. <laughs> definitely not. Fred Durst incited that rape riot. <sighs> Give me something to break! Know. And then a whole bunch of women got broken. Oh, God. Okay.
1: that <laughs> <It> got dark. <laughs> <laughs> Um, no, I, I think just the one Woodstock had happened at this point. Yeah, in time, um, an
0: eighties Woodstock would would have been
1: sick. But the joke was that um, because Nick was like, hey, "Just here's the secret: picture everybody naked." And Blossom was like, "That worked." And he's like, "Well, not the first time because it was at Woodstock and everyone was already naked." Yeah. Yeah, I feel like if there was a second Woodstock, we would have known about it. Yeah. So anyway, Blossom does a, um,
0: an '80s Woodstock man. I want to rewrite. I so want to write a would, story. would perform at '80s? It Woodstock? would just be everybody in the "We Are the World" music video. Okay, just at Woodstock, like Wings and Cyndi Lauper, and that sounds terrible. The rest, uh, John, <laughs> <laughs> sure, John Lennon, yep, um, probably the guy, the ba- the bald <coughs> guy. I meant to say blinded guy there. Uh, Stevie, Stevie Wonder Bob Dylan
1: Yep 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 um, That it sounds terrible <laughs>
0: What are you talking about? You don't like uh, I you would like,
1: not go to that concert You don't like dad rock? <laughs> not uh, I mean I'm gonna be dad in about a month Yeah but well, your dad rock is fucking Billy Corgan's
0: country song that he write that he has now. I think that was him. I was watching an episode of NWA Power,
1: and there was this country song that they played. That I, I swear it was Billy Corgan. Singing. Probably he's got a new solo album out, and it's probably probably country folk music. Yeah, I don't uh, particularly care for his solo stuff. His first solo album was like this electronic thing, which was pretty cool. But uh, yeah, then he put out another solo album that was just all this acoustic folk stuff, which is par for the course for Billy Corgan, I guess, but I did not care for it. And I haven't even listened to the new album. I
0: will say Billy Corgan is my current favorite wrestling promoter. Yeah. I He's need the, to start only, one. He's the only person mm-hmm. that's doing something different, like truly different. Mm-hmm. Um, WWE is the same old shit. There's AEW now, which is just more of that style of television wrestling. It's good in comparison to WWE. I don't want to – obviously, I'm not going to get too deep into this. But Billy Corgan was like, fuck all that. I'll make a YouTube-only show that's one hour a week, yeah. pay-per-views four times a year. But the core of the show is studio it's, – it's like a 100 people sitting in a studio – and after and before, you'll have like, you'll be like, oh, cutting a promo, and somebody yeah. will just come on and be like, I want to wrestle you, boy. Yeah. And then you fight, but you only fight for like three <laughs> or four minutes. It's not like these long fucking 15 minute matches that you see. Mm-hmm. And then there's no theme songs, but at the pay per views, they enter from. Like the top of the uh, where the people sit and yeah. come down, like the the, the arena sitting e- e- seating, even though it's only like a hundred people, yeah. and then they get wrestling bleachers. We would call Bleach, them yeah, bleachers, it's basically just yeah. bleachers. Yeah, and I thought that when I saw there were themes on the pay per view, I was like, I get it now. It's all it's a one vision
1: that that Billy Corgan wanted to make an eighties television wrestling, <laughs> and show. you know what I bet it is that allows him to do that. He's like. My moneymaker is Smashing Pumpkins, so I'm going to experiment with this shit because, like, my career's not on the line. Like, if if this wrestling experiment fails, like, he's still Smashing Pumpkins.
0: But it's also, it's PG, you know? Mm -hmm. There's no swearing and stuff, so he probably gets YouTube revenue.
1: Right. Oh, for sure. Like, then, how else would he be doing this? And
0: then, well, I mean, he, he could just be funding it fully, and it would still the, you still make money from people coming to watch the show. That's true. So he could just be floating a show by just having enough people come watch it. It's sold out every week because there's only a hundred people there. Yeah. But it's such a low overhead to have just a wrestling <coughs> ring and
1: like a podium. But and, I mean, he's got to be paying yeah. the wrestlers too, right? And that's only a hundred people to be there. Like, I don't that's think, true. Like, there's got to be some. Some ad revenue somewhere.
0: They're doing well, but like they're, they they probably are going to make all their money off pay-per-view because their t- their show only gets probably 100,000 views a, a week. Oh, okay. I don't know what that translates to. Probably maybe.
1: about as much money as the 100 people are paying in tickets.
0: Yeah. He's probably uh, he's probably working in deficit to get it up and running, though.
1: Yeah, probably. But again, he's Billy Corgan.
0: It's true. He's, he's got the multi, resources. He's multi-millionaire.
1: <sighs> We're almost done with this episode, uh, this was so Blossom, it's not even like... Uh, so Blossom gets to school to do her debate yeah. just in time for well, it's a practice debate with some other school or academy, a, pr- a prep, a prep college. Yeah, and um, the debate is on what pet is best, dogs or cats? Cats versus dogs. Yeah. So the opposing school, the guy argues that this is a, it's weird. Like he argues for dogs, but like one of his points is that uh, like cats are minions of the devil or something like that. And uh, I thought he was just making a joke, but, like, he keeps coming back to that.
0: <laughs> hey, man, I thought it was funny that he called cats the minion of the devil, because I know people that hate cats that hard. I like cats. Yeah, cats are great. Cats are fine. Cats are... Sometimes they're dickholes. Dick oh, yeah. So I kind of get... Even your cat, like, he's nice, but he, he's He doesn't one care of the, for strangers. Well, he's one of the fastest to turn belly rubs into murder that I've Fair. ever seen. Some cats will take a belly rub for a few minutes... Some cats won't even come up to you. They're just timid and hide. But your cat's like, what's up, dude? Yeah. Rubs on your leg. And you're like, hi. (laughs) And he's like, fuck you.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Like, especially uh, strange. Like, he's, Pam and I can do it. um, Because we know how to and, like, yeah, how to not piss him off immediately. But strangers, if you're, anyone coming to my house, just anyone listen to this podcast. If you're going to come to my house and my cat shows you his tummy, don't fall for it. Don't fall for it. Don't, don't pet his tummy. I'm one of those cat people that like, I might like feel, I think I'm a cat whisperer. Yeah.
0: So while I was at your place, I think I've been to your place twice and <laughs> both times I was like, I got this. Yeah. And you're like, I wouldn't. And I am like, no, I'm fine.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and of Ow. course, I
0: yeah, now I have that parasite that makes you fearless.
1: <laughs> Is that what it does? That's the. that thought it just made, made you like cats more.
0: Oh. I thought it, I thought mm. the idea between, behind that, pa- that parasite that may or may not be a conspiracy theory is that it kills your, um, ability to have fear, but I wouldn't say directly. <laughs> more like, uh, now I, I get you scratched by You think you're a cat that. whisperer,
1: so you think you're in Yeah, story.
0: I got scratched by it, and now I'm more likely to go up and be friendly with cats. It's supposed to bring your fear response down so the pair, you, you can get into situations where the parasite can, oh, can has the opportunity. spread. Yeah, that's true. Some sort of brainworm. It's like that uh it's like that mushroom that gets on ants and makes them fucking jump off. Yeah, that's jump crazy. Off buildings and stuff.
1: Yeah. Or buildings. <laughs> yeah. Or the fungus that gets into like snails that makes them <laughs> climb to the top of flowers and then like fry in the sun and exactly. then the parasite explodes everywhere. They might
0: be the same parasite. Maybe,
1: yeah. This has been this parasite has watch. Been Science buddies. Science buddies 2020. I'm not going to call it, I'm I'm not going to call it 2020 ever. I'm going to call it 2020. 2020 every time. <laughs> 2020. <laughs> <at> youtube.com. <Yeah.
0: laughs> um okay, so when it comes up to um Blossom's t- time to defend, she says that you know, dogs eat their own vomit, and uh, cats are something. I don't know. I wasn't really paying attention
1: to this debate. Oh, the guy, like they, so they have a bit of a back and forth, and the guy says again, he's like, "Well, what about the fact that cats are mascots in the legions of the damned?" <laughs> I'm glad you wrote that down because that's great. <laughs> yeah, hail Satan, hail Satan, yay, but orgy, yay, yeah, hail orgy. Satan.
0: Um. Yeah, she basically kills it, but he's like, "You're breaking decorum because she brings up the vomit thing," and yeah. then she's just like, "Whatever, bitch." Whatever, bitch drops the mic and then is like, "I <laughs> bid you adieu." Yeah. <laughs> just she says down. something like that. I bid yeah. you adieu. Or like my time, my time. That's up. been my. This that's, has been my time, yeah. and sits there all week. <laughs> and I'm like, that's not how debates end. <laughs> anyway, I, it was a fun scene. Blossom got over stage fright, and now she's going to do a lot more annoying stuff. I assume.
1: Yeah. We got a Nick and Buzz whoa Nick and, and Buzz Because Tony is uh, explaining the nude uh, He's telling the story of the same time. story for the
0: hundredth time. He's so
1: bored with it, but and Nick and I Buzz are like, whoa,
0: of subdermal massage. <coughs> <laughs> or, nope, subdermal massage would be like inside yep. your body. <laughs> uh,
1: an external heart massage. Yeah, that's the which, one. Which, again, I think just means CPR, because you can't really do an external heart massage except for CPR. I remember this episode vividly. Yeah, I don't know if it's because I because coming up there's a lot of well that
0: might have been it, but I I don't know it might have been one of the ones I watched when you first got these and they were just on the Plex. But this I feel like I remember this episode vividly from even when I was a kid. Yeah, probably because the very end. (laughs) <laughs> like you were about to say. Yeah,
1: so we get the bevy of babes. And I don't remember the context, but, like, Tony so, invited all 12 calendar models over.
0: Yeah, so th- this last scene is just that um, Buzz says that, you know, they're they're stoked. Okay, so Joey comes in. He's like, I, I, I struck out. I don't have to kiss uh six anymore that's awesome mm-hmm. and then blossoms like i failed the debate club thing but that's great because that means that i'm at least over yeah, my
1: buzzes like he raised his a
0: one line bunch of losers yeah your family of good losers at yeah. least or whatever um then we then we're back in the living room again and and so joey's just sitting on the couch yeah was this during no this wasn't even during the crisis it was just like the end gag uh, yeah. so the ending of this is really just blah. Everybody, everything's works out. Yeah, it's kind of like what Sarah was saying a couple weeks ago. How she expected there to be more. Yeah, <laughs> but there's just no more time. Um, but here's the the sight gag. Uh, Joey opens the door and it's Rhonda Joe uh, Applegate, Applegate. <clears> and she's like, "I'm here to see Tony,"
1: and he's like, "Oh, he
0: saved your life, eh?" And then
1: then the rest of the calendar girls show up. Well, Tony some... comes
0: downstairs and he's like, "Oh, and also here's the." rest yeah, of the calendar for some models. reason and then 11 more hot babes come in who all have giant boobs like yeah. giant early 90s titties
1: yeah especially that watermelon bathing suit yep those are well it wasn't a bathing suit it was just a dress okay but the it audience like remember the
0: audience's reaction to them losing oh, yeah. their mind more and more as each all the next guys girl in the came in were like whoa. like you hear individual guys going whoa man oh yeah
1: <laughs> we came to the right episode <laughs>
0: Uh, and then Joey faints, and then they help him onto the couch, and then they're all about to give him the Heimlich or something at the same time. And then Six busts six in. Six busts in. She's like, uh-uh, yeah. that's my man. And then and the starts end of the episode. Him.
1: And then we have a during credits scene. Which is just more bad dancing from Nick, but we see Blossom and Joey can dance. Yeah. They do the choreographed dance, no problem, but Nick's doing his horrible dancing right alongside. Yeah. And that was uh, that was a good episode. That was a good episode. There's no real lesson. Well, no, there. are uh, picture, picture people naked if you're having trouble public speaking. That's yeah, like,
0: like, believe in yourself is a good one for this one. Yeah, you know, don't you, give up. Don't just give up just because you do something bad once. We kind of already yeah. covered that in the episode, but... Um, I remember when I was a kid, I had horrible stage fright, and now I have no problem getting in front of a couple hundred people every month to do Super Kicked as an announcer. And the announcing gig is one of the... Like, you with the DJing, it's a similar thing, like... All eyes on you at certain times, right? Yeah. You have you're sort of the keeping the show going, or the entertainment. Um, for me, it's more like the wrestling's the entertainment, but I still have to like liaison between segments.
1: Oh yeah, I mean when you're on stage, like you're the focus for yeah. sure,
0: and that's hard, man. Sometimes I
1: don't know, I have nothing <clears throat> to say, so I'm just like, let's go to the next match. <laughs> yeah, I get it. And I mean, one. there's um, like I did stand up for a couple of years, and that is probably the most. Terrifying moments I've ever had on stage Like I was in bands and that The first time I was on stage with a, with a band was, that was at Woodstock Was <laughs> that Woodstock 99 Uh Or whatever it was With Fred Durst I played with Fred Durst my first time ever performing live Uh No but my first time playing on stage with a band Was like terrifying but not as terrifying As stand up was Because stand up you're just by yourself And mm-hmm. you have to make a bunch of people laugh My first time I did not It was terrifying I forget why we started talking about stage fright
0: uh because that's
1: the lesson today oh yeah so just get over it keep doing it might get over your stage
0: fright if you just try it out and it trust me i'm gonna give a little piece of advice to anybody that's never really thought about this but people care about themselves a hundred times more than they'll ever care about you yeah if you allude to the fact that you're struggling then they're gonna focus on you
1: so, <laughs>
0: even if you're bombing at stand up, even if you like' it's, wrestling is one of those things where one second can feel like an hour, they tell you when you're when you're a wrestler to come out and pose on the stage for way longer than what feels comfortable because it's the only way people are gonna get photos of you, see what your gimmick is. Most yeah. wrestlers want to walk out, <coughs> stand there for like a second and keep walking. But that's not, like, that one second feels like so much longer. And that's the way it is with stage fright. Those seconds feel like minutes, and those minutes feel like hours.
1: Pardon me while I unwrap uh, a cock lozenge. A cock lozenge? A cock lozenge. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Just made of semen. Yeah, solidified semen that I'm now sucking on Delicious. To ease my throat. This has been Cockwatch. <laughs> uh,
0: no hats that really have note?
1: Yeah, no hats in this episode.
0: No wo- oh, Lots of several woes.
1: several woes. Several woes. Even a uh, simultaneous woe from Buzz and Nick.
0: Yeah, uh, no drugs.
1: Nope.
0: Oh, last week when I mentioned that episode or that show, I thought I was going to look up and find the scene again, but uh, he says whoa. The guy like goes, whoa, I was watching Blossom. It was like I was watching Blossom, and oh. Seth Rogen has a boner, and he's right. like, "Whoa, and it's boner!" <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. So that was a big two-parter we just did in these two episodes. Um, I wanted to say that, in my Nation, decent episode. Yeah, they've hit kind of a stride of uh, easily, easily, easy to watch.
1: Easy to watch. Lots of physical. Comedy. Mm-hmm. Joey faints twice. We see Nick dancing terribly three or four times. Grunge music hasn't quite taken over yet, but Joey's outfits have started. Like he's kind of yeah. got plaidish-looking shirts, not grungy, but like he's not wearing the he's suspenders. Hip-hop. He's and,
0: way more hip hop.
1: Yeah. Um, instead of just like weird like prep
0: dork, like, he's not, dressing far
1: cooler. Yeah. Yeah. He looks a lot a lot cooler now than he did at the start of the season. Um, Six's hair has also. She's got like very grown up hair i think this is i think now is when as uh,
0: an age appropriate person i was like oh she looks like a fully grown adult compared to me i would have been uh i would have been seven or eight when this was on yeah six or seven or seven or eight and she would have been like 14 or 15 and i or you know in that age range so i would have been like oh Check out that older chick. Check out that older hot babe. Yeah. So I get it now, but those that first season and a half, she was like, "That's a child." Yeah.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but now she's just making it with Joey every opportunity she gets. Yeah, they're all
0: having coming of age moments coming up. I feel like. I mean, I mean, Blossom already was offered a over the pants handjob. So.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And had her period. And had her period Uh, in the first episode. Yeah. Um, Well, this has been a, a delight. This has been
0: a delight. This has been very fun, Craig. Um, thank you for listening. If you have any questions or concerns, um, email us at info at Blossom Buddies. You can find all of our social media at the top of our it's YouTube. Blossom,
1: blossom dot net. Don't just email info at Blossom Buddies. That's not gonna, oh, sorry. Going, info
0: right? at Blossom buddies.net. Uh Go to Blossom net for all of our social media. Also, the YouTube. I haven't done anything with it recently because Christmas happened. Yeah. And I'm not really sure about the uh, path I want to take regarding... Bl- blossom Buddies home video mm. but those two episodes one uh season two, one episode two and season two episode one i think are the two episodes i did okay. hilariously yeah they're both there um they're good i've sh- i showed them to some people over the holidays those people like them it's, nice. it, i put a lot of work into it so if i you know if i see those numbers start to go up that'll definitely make me want to <laughs> create more content for the youtube
1: yeah so subscribe to our YouTube page yeah hit that little bell and get notifications get of notifications
0: our new um I'm not gonna push the YouTube page as hard until we I see some traction there but you should. Um, this has been Blossom Buddies um, a Goldwyn Heward-Meyer production. Did you, where are you reading that from? My brain. Okay. You know, I just like the old sitcoms at the very end of the credits would be like, this has been an old Win crew. Meyer. Yeah. Ubu, pr- sit. <laughs> Good dog. Good dog. <laughs> <laughs> uh, not a doctor.